Fantasy Brewers. Just got back from celebrating my 40th And man, is that place beautiful. Started out in San Juan, and then on the recommendation of JB, Christian, and Kyle, uh, we went to Calabra Island, to a beautiful place called Flamenco Beach. As we're standing there, I get in line, order a pina colada, I'm waiting for him to be made. This dude is like next to me, he's ordering, and uh, we started talking in a mix of Spanglish, and I'm like, como esta? He's like, bien. Como esta? I'm like, bien. He's like, then we go to English, and he's like, where are you from? Like, Michigan, what about you? He's like, New York. I'm like, you a Knicks fan? And he's like, dude, he looks at me, and he's like, man, Kobe. And then we looked at each other, and he's like, dude, that shit hit me hard, man. Real hard. And I was pretty, like, I was pretty, pretty touched that we're standing there in this beautiful place, looking at one another, and then this man of Kobe Bryant had this like wide ranging effect that we're in like one of the most beautiful places I've ever been talking to him. So I was like, yeah, man, me too. Couldn't believe it. He's like, yeah, man, I couldn't believe it. Picked up the pina colada. It was like to Kobe. Welcome to the fantasy basketball podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, Pod Tom. One of the brewers had himself a big fucking week. Chuck, good work, dude. Three for three on the All-Star Weekend. Can't wait to hear about it. Ooh. All right. Well, you know, the main people that are on my mind tonight are all of you and I just had the weekend of my life the night of my life for sure well getting married was cool but just between all just between you guys and me Adam just you're the only one there so just tonight um was like okay so just to back up i on Thursday, uh, as of Thursday, I had no tickets to anything for the weekend, but I had said yes to quite a few things uh, like for the weekend with Nike as well as the NBA. Um, I don't mean to make that sound all casual. Um, you know, I've done a lot of work with Nike, especially Nike Chicago specifically. Um, so that was a little more... Um, sort of, I guess, expected and something I figured was going to happen. Um, the NBA thing happened through a relationship I have with a friend uh, who introduced me to a guy who works for NBA Cares here in Chicago, who then introduced me to some of the people that were working on the NBA crossover event, um, who uh, reached out and asked me to take part in some of the stuff they had going on. Um, and let me put it this way. I think I made it, maybe texted this, but I, I basically apologized to Holly for this whole entire weekend, like a year ago for Valentine's day. And basically I was like, look, like, like I'm going to get busy this weekend. I'm going to end up being like, just, there's going to be a lot going on. There's going to be a lot going on. I'm not going to be around much. I don't know what I'm going to be busy on yet, but I just know I'm not going to be around. 
Um, I'm letting you know this now. And sure enough, you know, a lot of stuff happens last minute. You wouldn't believe how, um, at least like in my sort of little corner of all this stuff, how disorganized Nike and the NBA um, kind of both were, like in terms of last minute-ness of everything, uh, even on site at the NBA's activation for the panel talk that I did with these two other guys, like the guy who was the moderator is a really really famous artist here in Chicago and he he didn't even know that he was supposed to be the moderator until we all sat down and someone handed him a sheet of paper and suddenly he was like well I guess I'm the one asking questions so it was just very you could just tell that they had like scheduled things out but not actually planned like planned uh, who would necessarily be filling the schedule I guess um, they were asking me as late as Thursday evening if I had any ideas of people who could run a workshop like I did on Friday at 7 o'clock, like 24 hours later. And I was like, I no one. I mean, everyone's busy at this point. So just kind of crazy. Um, but I really came through, and I just I really wanted to make sure to um, – go all out like I just been describing it as kind of drinking from the fire hose this weekend you know I just I knew there's going to be some things that would come up and come my way and and I really I just like you guys know me you know design and art and basketball is basically my life um in sports but basketball mainly and and you know so I just wanted to be a part of it and Chicago I mean like all those things are just sort of like kind of make up who I am and so I just couldn't let this weekend go without like just participating as much as possible so anyways that's kind of just the context just so it doesn't seem like I'm like cool guy who just people are like here's tickets like I really did bust my ass and like try to just do everything in my power to set myself up and put myself in a position to um, ultimately go to some of the events this weekend. And I did get paid for um, the stuff that I did, you know, um, but I even told Nike, I mean, they asked me to do stuff that took up like a lot of time today, like basically my entire day today. And I told them like, I will forego you paying me in exchange for tickets for the all-star game or honestly for anything. Um, and she was like, okay, well, all right, I'll let you know. Tickets are really hard this year, but blah, 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 blah. And so I just thought, all right, whatever, like, you know, and so it just seems like to me, based on kind of what I just experienced, like all this stuff is just super, super last minute. Like nobody knows who's going where, until like the day of, and also tickets for the all-star events are all physical. There is no, like with a Bulls game, I could forward you a PDF and then you would go and it'd be no big deal. But with a, the, all this stuff, it's a physical ticket you have to have in hand and there's no two ways about it. You have to, not only do you need it to get into the game at, uh, right at Wood Street, Wood and Madison, where the kind of like intersection is like the corner for United Center and Advocate Center is. They were stopping people, like much like when you would walk into like a like a music festival or something. Before you even have like your ticket taken, there was security to just simply like get into the general vicinity of the United Center on the streets. Um, they didn't want people like you know scalping stuff like right outside. So like a block away, it was all blocked off. Um, so it was intense. Like it was just an int- like everything was just intense about it, and you could tell people were kind of. You know, lots of every, people are asking. All the people that I know, all my connections are getting asked for tickets left and right. So, anyways, 
the guy that I know at the NBA, he and I had been talking, um, really nice guy, works for NBA Cares. He's the only NBA employee based in Chicago. And I know this is all very inside baseball, but like, I just need to vent all this stuff, get it all out, vent in a good way, I suppose, and just share it. Cause you guys are kind of the only ones that really care about this shit. So, um, yeah, he and I had dinner like months ago and we were talking about all-star and all the initiatives that they're doing with NBA cares and everything. And we just hit it off. And, um, so Thursday at like 1245 in the morning, I get a text from him that says, I have four tickets to the rising stars game. Um, let me know ASAP if you want them. And if you want them, you have to pick them up from the Weston Michigan Avenue from me tomorrow between 1230 and 1:30. like, like no flexibility. So I was just getting home from some other dinner thing and uh, basically woke Holly up and said, <laughs> I was like, hey, I just got uh, offered four tickets for tomorrow night, for Friday night, and I hadn't planned on being out Friday night. And she almost looked at me like, well, you got to say yes. She literally was like, you got to say yes. I mean, you figure out who you're taking in the morning. Um, I was, oh, okay, you know, so... Um, said yes, and then kind of just like, you know, had a couple uh, friends here in town. Actually, two for two very close friends of mine were in town from New York, um, and then my friend Will, who does a lot of work with me, um, they were all basically like, you know, ready to go in the morning, and um, yeah, so we went, and it was super last minute, and so that was cool. Saturday was some of the Nike NBA workshop stuff that I had agreed to do and uh, the dunk contest. And so the guy at the NBA who I met after I did this workshop for these kids um, basically ran up to me um, after we'd been talking the day before. He goes, if there's anything you need, let me know. And I was like, anything? Okay. So I basically was like, I don't have tickets for tonight. I'd love to see the dunk contest. So he just basically ran up to me and handed me two tickets and uh, that was like five hours before the dunk contest. Um, ironically enough, the guys I work with at the Bulls did not have tickets, and, or one of the guys that was not credentialed and did not have tickets or plans to go. So I invited him. He couldn't go. He had his he had his son for the day. Um, so my friend David Allen came with. Um, we had a blast. Um, but I think I sent a picture. We were situated like right behind the screens um so every performance we just like literally couldn't see uh, but it was still super cool um today though was the big one obviously the all-star game is the one that everyone like wants to go to and i'm thinking like you know if i don't get tickets that's totally fine um i had a great time i'll watch the game somewhere it's all good so um long story short uh virgil abloh is a lo- old old friend of mine um he is currently the Art, men's artistic director for Louis Vuitton um, and has a brand called Off-White you may have heard of or seen quite literally every athlete in the world wearing. It's got like stripes down the sleeve and you know a big X on the back, like very, very popular brand um, if you're not familiar. And uh, so he's quite, fam- quite famous, like as in there are like entire rap like songs and song titles and everything about Virgil and about like, so he just has like a just unbelievable connection and someone that Ben, uh, Ben got and I have been friends with for a very long time. Some of you know, Ben. Um, so anyway, so we were with Virgil all day today, basically at this Nike thing. And like a couple hours before the game, I was like, Hey, so you going with the family tonight to the game? And he said, yeah, you want to come? And I was like, uh, 
yes, I would love to come <laughs> if you have an extra ticket. He's like, I got two and two and Ben and you and Tyrell, another friend of ours, like you guys should come. So anyways, I had no idea where the tickets were going to be, but I figured they'd be pretty crazy because Virgil is that famous and that like, yeah, just it's, it's, it's like that. It'd be like that sometimes kind of thing. And, uh, so we walk in to this like special entrance, this tent, and we go up to this table. Clearly, like we're going in like the special entrance, and they pull out four tickets. Two of them say courtside, and two of them do not. And Ben and Virgil took the courtside ones, and my friend Tyrell and I got the other two. And I looked at them, and sure as hell, they said row one, seat 18. And in my head, I'm like, okay. Is this really like what I'm thinking it is? It's probably like not. It's probably like row one, but like further up or something. And then, yeah, we got to our seats and you know the rest based on the pictures. It really literally was row one right behind the bench. Um, it was completely insane. Um, and uh, like, yeah, I, I don't, I really, yeah, I do feel pretty speechless about it. It was very cool. Um, we were sitting right behind Tiffany Haddish and Tracy McGrady and Allen Iverson uh, right, right, kind of like across the way was Guy F- Guy Fietti and uh, that ninja uh, Fortnite video game kid. Um, like all, yeah, like Kim and Kanye were like right across, and like yeah, it was just it was very very weird because as someone who's been to like a thousand Bulls games. Um, like just being being in this building like the way it felt tonight was just very strange it was like imagine someone coming into your house that you don't really know and like throwing their own party and then like they invite you to it last minute and you walk in and you're like what the fuck is going on here like that's how i felt so um yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Obviously the end of the game was nuts and it was just like no one could score and just like taking charges and like fouls and reviews and all this stuff. And it was like, come on, we got to get this over. But it was like, it was pretty thrilling. It was a fun game. And I have to say the format was confusing going into it, but it was, it was very cool. And I thought as you guys, like anybody who watched, um, all saw like it actually worked pretty well. And I think having to get to that final point, um, that 157 um, at the end of the game was just super cool. Um, and I felt like all the guys were, I mean, I, like just watching Harden was so intense and like so fired up and LeBron and Chris Paul, like all these guys were so fired up and so into it. And I love that. I love to seeing, um, just like the energy is really like real energy. Like they were frustrated and pissed off and wanted calls to go this way or the other and yeah it was just it was amazing um and and cool and uh i don't i i'm i'm recording this just just to like have a place to put all this uh like kind of energy i have right now it's i mean it's 12:50 in the morning i just finished walking my dog and walked back inside and i'm just kind of on cloud nine right now and I share this joy with all of you. I share it. I divide it up into 12 ways for all of us. Um, it's definitely one of those things where the whole time I'm like, man, like I'm cool. Like, it's cool that I'm like here with these dudes that I'm good friends with. And like, I, you know, but like if there was any way to like have all of us in a big row together, 
uh, I would have done it. And I mean that. So, um, I hope you all enjoyed some of the pictures and video. It was a blast. Um, and I had to do a little pod when I got home. Special, little special all-star edition podcast as we're a little bit devoid of content in this uh, drought between real games right now. Um, but uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, hope you enjoyed all of the stuff tonight. Um, I uh, enjoyed sharing it, and uh, we'll see you in the see you in the part two of the final round, final week of the season. Um, and I got no jokes, no negative energy, no nothing other than just raw joy, basketball. just raw basketball joy just injected straight into my veins and then we all share the same dirty basketball needle alright, this is getting weird okay, guys, bye thanks for that, Chuck Um, I mean when you get to do something that cool I guess you get to talk about it as much as you want love you, brother alright, buddies we have uh, we've entered we have five days left and on Sunday we will find out who is in the playoffs. And the race couldn't really have come down to a more interesting thing. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to take a quick look at it in the last, uh, how we how we looking, how we doing. And um, there's there are basically three spots left, and there are five people competing. We have Sean, Stax, Dewey, and JB. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to mark out their paths. So... This all hinges around Dewey. If Dewey wins, the Sean it's Dewey in, the Sean Kyle winner in, and if Stax wins, he's in. If Dewey loses, things get crazy. Maybe the best way to do this is to just break it down to um, each of their what each of them has to do to make the playoffs. Uh, for Sean, Sean has to win. There's no other option. He's too far down in points four. Not saying that negatively, buddy, but you have to win to be in. Dewey has to win to be in. If Dewey loses, he needs Stax to win, and he needs Kyle to win. That puts Dewey in in that last spot. Stax has to win, and he's in. If Stax loses, he needs Dewey to lose. He also needs uh, Kyle to win, so he needs Sean to lose, and that puts him in. So for JB, he has to win. Without a doubt, he has to win. And he also needs for Sean to lose. Those two things have to happen for JB to make the playoffs. So... I think that covers all of them. Oh, and Kyle is in regardless, as far as I can tell, because he's ahead of points four, and there will be at least a couple teams with an eight and nine record. So if Kyle wins, it changes it, but if Kyle loses, and unless he sits all his players, he I think Kyle is in. But let's not hear for it from me. Let's go to the guys and hear how they feel. First, Dewey, how are you feeling about your matchup, bud? Hey, Tom. John Dewey here. I honestly haven't had a whole lot of time to figure out how I feel. Actually, I don't even know what feelings are. So um, my chances of making the playoffs, 50-50, I would guess. I'm 
traveling this weekend and will be out of cell coverage. So I may be screwed. Anyways, good luck all, except for Andy. Wow. Dewey, bad time to travel, bud. Hope you have a good trip. Maybe you could get McFeeders to do your team. JB, how you feeling, bud? What's up, dudes? This is Bell here, Russ Bellbrook. I just got a text from Tom. It's Tuesday afternoon. Just got that text asking, uh, what's our thoughts on the playoff push and our chances of making the playoffs with four days left? And uh, it's thick out here, man. It's real thick. I hardly see the, the finish line on Sunday night. Barely up on stacks by maybe 100 points, uh, which feels like nothing right now. He's a past champion. He's just an expert. Someone who I fear greatly in fantasy leagues. But if I can beat him, if I can stay on this push, and I can get there to Sunday night and have a point more than him. Nay, 0.25 points more than stacks. And if Andy can pull off upset for the ages over Fear the Beard and AD Dewey. And if Witty can pull off the victory over Sean, good lord, that puts me in seventh place. If all three of those things happen, if the dominoes fall just right, if the cards are in my favor, then I think I get with Tom James in the first round. But that is way, 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 way down the road. I gotta get to Sunday. Like Sunday, like late night. I gotta hang on. I don't feel good about it, actually. It's thick out here. So we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. Just gotta cut through this fog, cut through this heat, keep the boys healthy, gotta keep them in line, gotta get the W. Then uh, let's go over to his competition. Stacks, how you feeling, bud? No balls ass. Fantasy Bruco. It's me and PDUs. Uh, once again, recording in my car, either on or on my way from or to work. I'm on my way to work right now. Uh, how I'm feeling about my matchup that besides my playoff fate, uh, not great, honestly. Uh, the core of my team, my three best players, Butler, Dame and Cat, they all have some kind of injury, which may keep them out. Uh, Dame isn't practicing, which isn't good. Um, even if they were healthy, honestly, not feeling too great. I had Jalen out as well um, last Thursday. Uh, it's a sad day for me. I, I'm kind of accepting that my playoff hopes are dwindling as the days go by. Uh I need to beat JB or I need Andy to beat uh, Dewey. I think those are the only two ways I can get in. And I wanted to do it with my own team on my own terms, but it's just not looking like it. Uh, honestly, I have a, I don't know, I won the Epic Swag Championship. That was nice this year. Um, maybe I'm feeling a little hangover from caring too much about football and uh I don't know, basketball just didn't seem to be my thing this year. Any trade I made just seemed to backfire, although the Giannis trade, that, you know, it won me the next few weeks, but um, as you know, he sat with, I uh, believe, becoming a father, so he sat a few games, plus he had some rest days, I think, and um, I, I don't know, basketball just didn't seem like my year this year, and 
Um, I hope I'm kind of doing the thing right now where I'm downplaying it. Like, I don't really give a shit, but I really, really do. And missing the playoffs is going to suck. So hopefully this just reversing myself into making the playoffs. So uh, good luck to me. Bad luck to everyone else. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I really appreciate it. And good, to, good luck to Bernie in the next month. Uh, I'll be rooting for him as well. Now let's go over to the uh, Sean-Kyle battle. Uh, first up, we have K-Dub Smooth. Wow. The playoffs are about to be here. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. I think I have a very, very strong chance to make the playoffs. A lot of shit would have to happen for Big Drummer Boy to be out. First off, I'd have to lose to Sean. Right now, I'm ahead of him. I love Sean. I, I, I love the, the, the push he's making at the end here. He'd have five straight. That'd be impressive. I think it's going to end at four straight. But say Sean beats me, right? Say the unlikely happens and Big Daddy Shawnee B takes down Big Drummer, Drummer Boy. Then two things would have to happen. Dewey would have to beat Andy. And Andy is going to take him down, I think. Andy's got the drive. He's got the will. He's got nothing to lose. Take him down. Make your moves. Do the thing. Do the damn thing, man. But then also, even if Dewey beats him and he's in, Stax would have to beat JB. JB's up by a lot right now. Stax is banged the fuck up. So unfortunate for you, man. I feel for you. That sucks. But it does work in my favor um, in terms of fantasy standings. So I hope I make it in. I hope I beat Sean because if I beat Sean, I'm looking at probably the four seed. And uh, that might match me up with Rookie Doug. Dick, as we love to call him. D-I-K. And that'd be sweet. I want that revenge. I want to take his ass out so he understands what this shit is all about. But I got to get past Sean first because I might even get the eighth seed. And don't nobody want to play commission right now. Adam, you're delusional. If you say you, you're not fearful of playing the commission the first round, that's just not smart. He's got the best team by far. He just put up almost 1,500 points. Fear the commission. FTC You know That's where I'm at right now Sean I feel you on that one I mean I'll play him And I'll beat him Maybe But damn He's got a good ass team And then Let's go to uh, Must win Shawnee B So Shawnee How you feeling bro How you feeling Good morning uh, Fantasy Brewers Well Looks like we got a tight race for the playoffs um you know what um i've got the second longest winning streak in the league um i gotta say if this curry's if i make the playoffs and it sounds like curry's gonna be back um in like a week and a half if he comes back and i make the playoffs you know i just might win the championship to be honest like it's gonna be kind of epic I tried this a few years back with Chris Paul. 
he didn't quite make it back soon enough. Um, I like my chances with Olin Depot. Now they had the all-star break to kind of rest up even a little more. Um, honestly, I like my chances against Kyle Whitty this week. I, um, by all analysis, um, especially for Chuck, thank you. Your playoff analysis has just been living and breathing within me. I, uh, love everything you do. Uh, but, you know what? I think if I win, I, I'm in, and that's I just have to win to get in. I would have to win my fifth straight, which is very, very difficult in this league. Um, and I think uh, I wouldn't have had to do all that if, uh, you know, some of you top-tier teams like Adam would have actually tried the last month. Maybe it would have helped, or maybe it wouldn't have... Uh, tip the scales as much you could say for all of us uh teams trying to make playoffs but i guess it you know at the end of the day it just made it more tighter and more interesting <laughs> um that's what she said uh anyways never mind um i like my chances against witty bearing injuries who knows actually this year so both of us could have half our team on a day-to-day any day so uh fingers crossed um Andy, use your waiver moves. Come on, keep trying against Dewey. There's uh, implications here. Don't give up, my man. Um, You've kind of rallied a little bit this year as far as uh, being competitive, and I think it's great. So looking forward to playing Tom the first round of the playoffs. Um, I think uh, we both would love that. So... And uh, looking forward to watching all the other playoff matchups. So I wish Kyle, Witty, and I could both make playoffs. Um, I think there's a way, but I'm not sure what that looks like. But if I would have to win and all the, like, two other teams with eight wins would have to lose. And Kyle would maybe still be able to slip in. But we'll see. Um, I like my chances, though. Uh, I know I had a questionable trade earlier in the year. Um, I really got fucking hosed in that trade. I thought it was going to be more even. It was more about games the next week and position for me. And I figured Go Bear and Trey were going to be pretty even, but (laughs) much to my surprise, they were not. Trey's been awesome. So uh, we'll see, though. I I like my chances, so good luck, everybody, and uh, we'll see you in the next round. Can't wait to see how it plays out and see how these standings go, um, how this MVP vote goes, how the cooking competition goes. Man, we got a great fucking week here. So really excited to follow, um, but before we go, I just have to say, Dan, thank you, because that shit you did on the 17th was incredible incredible maybe my favorite content um segment of the year was looking at that stuff and the video reactions were super awesome i also gotta admit i've laughed several times too you your comeback to your wife being like why would he dye his hair and then shave his head dude just thank you for being alive dan thank you the rest of you love you and uh see you soon and chuck for you buddy 
Fantasy Brewing Company. Fantasy Brewing Company bitch. Christian the best cummish. John he a total bitch. Just kidding he the best. Nostradamus. Yeah that's right I'm the goat. Dandy yeah. fine but he takes way too long to vote. Yeah. Doug Kyle what a rookie yeah. year he having. Pop yeah. Tom at risk of unraveling. I'm focused, Andy man. were you with boy time to step your game up. <laughs> Kyle Witty needs new raps and JB sends links. Yeah. Lunch. Stacks or trivia got an Adam Smoke say blunt. Dewey saves his money up now. Time to wrap this up. Fantasy Brewing Company. Fantasy Brewing Company. Kyle, from your MVP, also for you. P.S. Kyle, fix this shit. Even though I love it, it's awesome. So, you know, we got a new name. Need a new anthem. You're the man to do it. Peace. NBA, it's no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's GR Fantasy B Ball. NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw. NBA, it's no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's GR Fantasy B Ball. NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw.